Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast all about Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Much better than last week. Last week was just the absolute pits. And suddenly, you bounce back. Yes. Well, not suddenly, really. It's taken a week. Taken a... Over the course of a week, you bounce back. Yes. Glad to hear it. So this is another one of our esoteric devices episodes. If you're new to the cast or you don't remember, they're pretty occasional. And what we do with esoteric devices is pick a card or cards that have us interested and put them under the microscope and sort of, you know, see how they're working. But what we've decided to start doing is actually explore cards that maybe we've not looked at in too much detail. And obviously there's lots of those. So we put in front of our patrons a list of a few cards, I think four, and they could vote for which one they wanted us to explore. And they've chosen this card. And I paused as I said card because it's not really one cards. card. It's cards. Yeah, sort of one, but three. And that's Empower Self. So we're using that esoteric devices slot, but we're going to try in future of sort of, yeah, just take a look at some of these cards that are weird and wonderful and see if we can find homes for them and just check out how they work, I suppose. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to this. Right, so Empower Self is the card that has been chosen by the patrons. Thank you so much for voting. And yeah, we've kept a list of, of other cards as well that we might do down the line, so keep an eye out for more polls. Empower Self has three versions, Alacrity, Acuity, and Stamina, and they're all pretty similar, so I'm just going to read one out. It's a three-cost Mystic Asset, two XP. It's Myriad, so that means for, for, one, for two XP you get all three. And they have two agility, intellect, or combat icons. Limit one empower self, alacrity, acuity, or stamina per deck. Up to three empower self cards take up a single arcane slot. Any time a card effect requires you to use willpower instead of agility, you may ignore that aspect of the effect. Free trigger, exhaust empower self, you get plus two agility for this test. Takes up the arcane slot. So alacrity is the agility one. Acuity does the same things but for intellect, and stamina does the same things but for combat. Is it any good, Peter? <laughs> well, good question. I think that's that's what we're here to answer, really, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's a fundamental... The reason why this card is so puzzling to me, and I, I think probably for, for a bunch of people, is it runs counter to the, the fundamental part of the Mystic class, how everyone would describe the Mystic class, which is that you use your willpower instead of your other stats. Here is a card which does the exact opposite. You use your regular stats instead of your willpower. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can give you a boost to your other stats as well. Yeah. So we get plus two. We can we can get once per turn. We can get plus two. But yeah, like it's it's effectively the reverse of Mind's Eye, right? Mm-hmm. Mind's Eye lets us use combat uh, willpower instead of one of our other stats. This I, I said combat because I'm looking at empower self stamina. Yeah. These empower cells let us use other stats instead of willpower. So yeah, it's it's a it's a fundamental contradiction in the Mystic class. Mind's Eye seems fully on brand for Mystics. Empower self seems exactly the opposite of mm. Mystics. Yeah, Mind's Eye in fact adds to what we already know Mystics can do, and we've talked about this when we wrapped up Think on Your Feet with your Agnes. That the nice thing about Mind's Eye is you don't need to find your shriveling or your sixth sense to be able to use your willpower in place of those stats. You've just got one card solution that you can really lean in to doing that, which I think is, yeah, incredible. And funnily enough, Mind's Eye came out in the same pack as Empower Self, I think. 
So there was the extra confusion that you had mind's eye saying, use your willpower for everything, and empower self saying, don't use your willpower, which is, yeah, it's very odd. There's there's a couple of like weird clues here to, to, to guide us to where who might want to use this. Mm-hmm. And this is just a couple of thoughts I, I noted down before we recorded this episode. First of all, it uses the arcane slot. Mm-hmm. And for mystics, like a utility card to use the arcane slot... It's a way of really limiting the power of the card or indicating it's a mystic who doesn't want to be using those arcane slots for something else. Mm-hmm. Which is why you see people pairing Mind's Eye with the spell events, which came out in the same cycle. Mm-hmm. Because you can have Mind's Eye using both arcane slots and then still use spells and get to use your Mind's Eye for other stuff. Empower Self, although we can have we can have all three in play... Mm-hmm. They use a single arcade slot. So, so we're really looking at probably a mystic who doesn't want, or an investigator who doesn't want to jam their arcane slots with items. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the al- alchemical transmutation problem. I, th- I think if I'm understanding you right, that that's... Yes, no, exactly. Yeah, 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 no, 100%. A good economy card in the right hands, but it's in the slot that mystics actually want to put their proper tools for completing scenarios in so it falls by the wayside my next thought is that well here's somewhere we can start looking right we're looking for someone who has a relatively flat stat line Mm. if your if your willpower is not too higher than your other stat it the empower self becomes useful yes i I will add you don't have to take all three Mm. so you could if you've got if you've got an investigator who's say like, well let, let let's pick on Diana right, mm-hmm. she's maximum of willpower five six, no six she can get to six can't she? Yeah, she's got five cards under her. If she's at five, her other stats are at three. Mm-hmm. If she's at four and her other stats are at three, then empower self is going to boost you over what her willpower is. And when you say that, you're talking about using the switching back ability and then using That's the right. boost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm rambling a little bit here. No, no, no. Don't I think worry. I know. Yeah, I, yeah it's, I, I, my other point is that you don't have to take all three. Mm. So if you're uh, if you've got say a high combat, a very high willpower, a reasonably high combat, then low everything else, you could just take empower self stamina for the combat boost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of was a couple of initial thoughts I had. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether what your initial feelings on this are. Yeah, that taking one of them idea is one of the conundrums of this card as well. Because one of the things that we learned about Myriad was you were getting three for the price of two, or even yeah. three for the price of one. And that was part of the deal, wasn't it? You know, you pay one XP for all three copies of Easy Mark. And if you can play them all at the same time, you get lots of value, whatever else kind of thing. Whereas for this, if you take all three for two XP, it's potentially three actions and nine resources to get these cards down crammed into a single slot and do you even need need to use them in that way and and conversely if you don't do that as you say and you only take one you're spending two xp and missing out on well like the first two lines of text are basically blank for you then (laughs) the myriadness doesn't matter the limit doesn't matter because you can only take one and if you've only got one in your deck, up to three empower self-cards taking up a single slot doesn't matter. So that's yeah. sort of weird to me how, yeah, one of maybe the most appealing ways of using the card is not to lean into one of the features of it, which is that it's Myriad. 
Yeah, yeah. I, and I think, like, maybe that's the trap we all fall into. We think of these cards as as one unit. Mm. I remember back when I played Netrunner, and it's been a while since I mentioned Netrunner, so I'm, I, I feel happy. <laughs> Within your it. rights, yeah. There was a couple of cards, Alpha and Omega, mm. which are two uh, AI cards, and... and for anyone who knows Netrunner, one worked on the first bit of ice on the server and the other one worked on the last bit of ice on the server. Mm. But people looked at them together and I think that meant they missed some of the interactions that those cards had. Mm-hmm. Especially when you, you have cards that mess around with the positions of the ice and things like that and, and changing types of ice. So I think like, yeah, maybe we're doing a disservice to these cards by viewing them as one whole and thinking, oh, who's going to want all three of these? Mm. Maybe no one wants all three. I mean, maybe Lola. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. Good, good, is good Lola point. going to spend nine resources <laughs> to get plus two to a stat once a turn? Yeah, as long as she's in Mystic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny that you mentioned Netrunner because I thought you were going to mention a different set of cards, which was right. in the Mumbad cycle, there were the six per deck cards rather oh, than yeah, the three yeah, per that's deck. Right, yeah. I can't remember what they're called, but I remember the discussion at the time of them coming out of just because you can run six of these cards in your deck rather than three doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and yeah, and the kind yeah. of, dis- like, people got so excited by that idea that it broke the deck building rules that they rushed to include them all. And actually, there were some not so strong decks that did that. And that's similar, I think, here. Just because you can get all three for two XP, do you? You know, that's the question that's sort of floating over this. So so if, if we say, well, we're not going to take them all, Let's look at why we might want to take one of them. The one thing that jumped out to me, I think, is this idea that, or the benefit that you could get from committing cards to a test, which I think is is maybe the main, like, just ignoring straight value, right? Mm -hmm. Because your willpower is probably still going to be higher Mm -hmm. than your subsidiary stat if you're in Mystic. Mm Mm-hmm. Or at least as high. So we're not necessarily going to get a benefit from that. Maybe if we add the plus two. The only other thing I can think is really different is that it lets us commit other icons to that test. Mm-hmm. And at that point, what we're maybe looking at... Um, last week, you you mentioned Luke. Mm. And it's it's been sitting in my head. <laughs> Luke's in a weird position where you can sort of build like an investigation deck with him. Mm-hmm. You've got access to a lot of secret cards. Some of which... like. I, th- I think we've had this conversation before. Like, you don't want to put like a magnifying glass in Luke because he's maybe investigating using like sixth sense, mm. and you don't want to put like deduction in because that doesn't work with sixth sense either. But if you had empower self acuity, suddenly you can put deduction into your tests on sixth sense or your read the signs tests. You can already put it on your read the signs because that tests intellect and adds willpower. Yes, sorry, you yeah. can put it on the real side, yeah. of course. Your right of seeking, your sixth sense, whatever, yeah. And actually, you could you could exhaust it to give you plus two for your... Read the signs, yeah. That test as well, couldn't you? Yeah, read the signs. So yeah, is, is that maybe a more interesting way to look at this card? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't want to be the naysayer here, but the fascinating but, thing about you this... Will. Yeah, well, the fascinating thing about it is for that ability about switching from willpower back, that implies that you've put cards in your deck that use willpower replacing your other stats. And the switch back is the bit that I get stuck on. So I've put six cents in my deck because I want to investigate using six cents and willpower. <laughs> and then I'm somehow wanting to switch back to intellect. The way I build a deck, if I'm using a stat for something, I then boost that stat and include icons for that stat. 
And that's, I think, also one of the hurdles of Empower Self is it says you don't need to do that. Or you can have a sort of generalist stat set up. The, uh, the other thing you mentioned was maybe the flatter stat line. And I'm just going to run us through, I think, all of the people that can take these because it is quite yeah. an interesting list. So you've got, in no particular order, Dexter, Mateo, Jim, Luke, Diana, who you've mentioned already, Jacqueline, Akachi, Agnes, Gloria... But then you've also got Norman, Sister Mary, Patrice, Marie Lambeau, Lola, Sephina, and Daisy. They're the Mystic Zero to Two people at the end there. So it's quite an interesting range of access, I think. And, you know, like straight away with someone like Daisy, she's got willpower of three, but intellect of five. <laughs> So yeah. switching from one back to intellect is pretty nice. You know, maybe she's using Sixth Sense for the switching shroud ability, but switching to actually use her intellect. It's just that she's a classic seeker, though. So the idea that you would plan to use your your, your willpower in, instead of your intellect seems so weird to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you could you could say go like shriveling in Daisy mm-hmm. and that leaves you crucially it it means she's got hands for tomes yeah you could even go with like a right of seeking and that's clear acceleration without having to put some stuff in our hand slots yeah yeah that's true that's very true i think the other ones that jump out to me are the flatter stat line ones as you suggested so luke's an example there i think jim again he's got intellect and combat of three so you've got to work so much harder to make his willpower really the be all and end all. Mateo is a bit like that as well. And actually, you know, yeah, yeah Marie with her four intellect. Yeah, she's got four, four, hasn't she? Mm-hmm. So you might be running deduction and sixth sense and or just using empower self-acuity to be boosting your intellect. Yeah, or, or using like, I mean, the, the, the mad thing is you could do magnifying glass, right? Yeah. So you could put magnifying glasses in her hands to help you with your sixth sense. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like hold, hold your magnifying yeah. glass up to your third eye. Yeah. So you mentioned Diana. I think that's a really interesting include as well, because there's plenty of ways of building Diana that don't rely on boosting her willpower. I've played like a combat Diana where it was Beat Cop, Time Worn Brand, a few other boosts. I think it was maybe um, Ace of Swords, build the combat up and she can fight reliably and then use all her cancels to kind of stop anything interrupting with that. Um, The other thing I think with Diana is you could also be running well prepared and be getting the icons from the Empower Self cards as boosts as well. So oh, yeah, that's pretty neat. Two-card yeah, 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 combo like of, you you know, you tap Alacrity to get, get you up to Agility 5 and you tap Well Prepared to get you up to Agility 7. That's not too bad. That costs you 6 XP to be there. So, so yeah, you could kind of in- include that. I wonder if there's P- Patrice something going on here as well because Patrice, we know, can probably see all of these in a scenario without, without breaking a sweat. Yeah, I, you mentioned Patrice. Maybe like because if she gets all three down, it, it's it's an element of flexibility, right? Mm. My feel would be it's just slightly too expensive and slightly too clunky. Being able to reliably play a three cost asset mm-hmm. in Patrice, it's sometimes a little bit difficult yeah. to guarantee you'll have the money when you draw it. It does have good icons though, which is which is a nice one in, in Patrice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Having having two icons is nice in Patrice. I like the idea of you 
you maybe don't play to pan to play all three, but once you've got one down, you know that you're going to get value out of it for the rest of the scenario, just for that last ability, the free triggered plus two. And particularly with the improvised events, they lower the shroud or or the difficulty, and you're giving yourself a boost baked in. So just this plus the improvised events, because her intellect, combat, and agility are just two. So even getting one of these down, she suddenly has essentially a stat of four once a turn. I'm kind of intrigued to try that. It's it's counter to how I've played Patrice, which is basically play her using her willpower. You know, if you're using, say, the cats as well, they give her a stat yeah. of five, and then you go up to a stat of seven with Empower Self. I think what this is leading me to think about is that I wonder if that swapping willpower for the other stat ability, I've thought that that was the main power of the Empower Self cards, but actually maybe that's not the main ability, and the main ability is that you're getting a repeatable boost. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah no, I, I agree, mm. and this is something else I kind of thought. Um, you know, it's a manual dexterity every turn or a, or a overpower every turn. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's actually that's actually pretty cool. Um, if you're picking, lots of mystics will have another stat at either three or four, and then this puts that to five or six. Yeah, yeah. Your Agnes is at agility five, then your Jim's at combat five, etc. And like we we we're often in a situation like in in a mystic. Depending on what you're what you're tech to do in your mystic, you you might be hybrid, you might be going more on clues, more on combat. Mm. You're then kind of not able to do the other things without finding the tech mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So like you'd be like, Oh well, I'm Agnes, yeah, I'm fighting, that's great, I'm dealing damage. Oh, there's an enemy we need to evade, or I need to find a clue in this location. And I can't do that. I've got to put in like an unexpected courage or like some other wild icon card, or maybe I've got like one blinding light or ethereal form in my deck mm-hmm. that I'm trying to find. Mm-hmm. But if you had a repeatable plus two to agility in Agnes, that's actually pretty good. You know, you could then like reasonably evade something every turn. Yeah. Or like in, you know, I, I guess like Marie's probably using six cents most of the time, but you know, a one-off intellect test at, at, at difficulty six, mm. that's not bad. Yeah. And like if treacheries are coming up that are testing that, that stat as well. Yeah. I mean, when you, as you were describing that Agnes thing, I was thinking, if you are running Peter Sylvester as your ally, you've got another agility boost there. And then mm-hmm. you wanted some movement in Agnes. And we thought, well, our track shoes, she's never going to pass the agility three test. But <laughs> she's agility three, four, five, six, seven with Alacrity, Peter Sylvester and track shoes. Like she's, yeah, four, yeah. she's four up on that test once a turn. Yeah. So suddenly it becomes a very reasonable uh, thing to do. So, yeah, that's kind of intriguing to me that this is a sort of use your other stats enabler that if you want to break away from putting everything in the willpower basket and, and, and try something else, Empower Self feeds into that. It empowers you to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, intriguing. Really intriguing. The other thing I just has like a small point, it came out in the same cycle as Lucid Dreaming. So there are ways that you could see one and then lucidly dream to fetch the others yeah yeah if you really wanted to yeah if, <laughs> if it became your keystone thing i mean again that's six xp if that's how you want to get going you only need to see one in your opening hand and a lucid dream and fetch the other one that you need to turn your hand to i'm really yeah. intrigued to try it in diana i mean i i think you maybe have say 
this and shriveling in your arcane slots. And when your willpower is high enough, that means you can fight with your willpower. But when your willpower is not, you can be using, yeah, basically boosting all your other stats. Fascinating. Is there anything else we should add? I can't think of anything else. What Should we sum up what our key points are? Yeah, go on. If we, if we were to sum up what we talked about, I think really what maybe we've both been guilty of is thinking of these cards as a, as a, as a block. Mm. When maybe the best use of them is, is taking them taking them one by one. Mm. And maybe you want to look at picking the one that supports a, a good secondary stat and it saves you some card slots, like putting in cards to support that mm. uh, that secondary stat. So, you know, take a clarity instead of taking some of the evade tech mm. if you've got a decent agility. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. Mm. I, when I say looking at them as a block, I mean there's all three cards together, actually, and then all of the abilities together. Maybe some of the abilities on the card are more useful than other bits of it. Yeah. So we don't need to look at all of them together as well. We've been guilty of double blocking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that's a really nice way of summing it up. I've, I've got a question for you, just as a sort of final thought. How much would you pay for a repeatable plus two every turn? That's a good question, Frank. That's that's where I'm wondering. Is it is it slightly above the curve because it's three cost? And, no, yeah. I think I'd say slightly below the curve because if we look at... Oh, that's because I can't like, get above the curve and below the curve right in terms of... <laughs> is it slightly too expensive is what I meant? Yeah, which is below right. the curve. Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's slightly too expensive because if you look at, say, High Roller, mm. that's a plus two. There's Arcane Studies level... Uh, what level is it, the new one? Level four. Level four, I want to say. Repeatable plus two, yeah. That's a repeatable I mean, plus even two. Even when we were talking about Patrice, I was thinking about Cornered. And Cornered is two yeah. cost to play, isn't it? Two cost two yep. XP and and no slot, no slot, repeatable plus two every test. But but <laughs> obviously, like high roller and cornered, they require you, they require you to put something into the test. Yes, yeah, yeah. This doesn't. It's just blam plus two. Mm. Yeah, even even you know well prepared requires you to have another asset down with the icons you want. Yeah. So you draw a well prepared in your opening hand, and it does nothing until you've played your Mitch or you know your signature that has a wild icon on it or whatever it is yeah intriguing so maybe that's why it costs three because this once it's down there's no other commitment yeah yeah potentially yeah you know what would be cool if you could play them play subsequent ones without paying for their cost or yeah. um, their action cost yeah. a bit like mine's eye yeah that would be really nice that would be really nice Lola would would take them all in a heartbeat then if if there was a way of yeah Whenever you play an Empower Self, you can play another at no cost or at one reduced cost or something like that. If it was, say, three for one, five for two, six for three, that starts to be really nice. Maybe there's some secret power to them that we haven't got, which is why they are quite expensive. You know, maybe in playtesting they were really potent and so they upped the cost of them and (laughs) had to reduce some of their abilities, potentially. Cool. I think we've run out of things to say there. Yeah, we have, yeah. It's an interesting card, and it's been interesting forcing ourselves to look at this. Mm. Mm. And I think I've learnt, I've learnt a lot about this card uh, from, from forcing myself to look at it. Yeah, I think I'm going to make a Diana deck that plans to upgrade into it. Yeah, I'm tempted to, to look at um, Agnes, see if there's something I can do in Agnes with it. Maybe I can do my, um, what was it, Spirit of Humanity 
Ooh. Empower self. Wow. Yeah. That's your slots. <laughs> that's, that's my two slots and then just spell events for the rest of them. That's really cool. Yeah. Go for it. The problem is, like, if you're using spell events, you want to use parallel Agnes. Mm-hmm. And then you miss the, the reason for taking Spirit of Humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Well, I'll leave you to solve that problem. Listener, Thank you. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this esoteric devices. Maybe there's something really obvious that we're missing. You can write in and let us know. We're drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com. We're drawn to the flame on Facebook and Twitter as well. Thanks again to the patrons who chose this card. Um, I hope we haven't let you down and we'll be doing another esoteric devices poll soon. So if you want to become a patron, you can go to Patreon and look up drawn to the flame, even for the cheap, cheap price of $2. A month, you can be a patron, get involved in our Discord, all of that lovely stuff. Peter, how can people get in touch with you? I am Unitled everywhere. That's U N I T L E D. I'm on Twitter and uh, Reddit and Discord and Steam. Some very lovely uh, listener sent me a game on Steam, so thank you so much for that. It's uh, very, very much appreciated. Yeah, super generous. Yeah, so yeah, say hello wherever you see me. And how about you, Frank? I'm FB on Twitter, that's EPH underscore BEE. And I'm FEB or Zooey Glass or Zozo around the place. Likewise, say hello. Always happy to chat Arkham. And not happy to chat other things, just Arkham. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even think about it. I'm really good with my boundaries. Yeah, I'm not interested in talking about the pandemic. So yeah. Um, Yeah, thanks very much for listening. Thanks all. 